how about we help each other? XOXO, Gossip Girl. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we are discussing Season 5, Episode 11, The End of the Affair. Original air date, January 16th, 2012. Written by Sarah Goodman, directed by Michael Grossman. We finally made it to 2012, which I'm sad to say is the last year Gossip Girl was on air. So we're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. I know. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Through a series of emotional flashbacks, Blair reveals to Serena what really happened in the aftermath of her tragic car accident with Chuck. Meanwhile, Nate discovers information about the accident that suggests possible foul play. Lily is worried about Charles Long Charlie's I'm sorry, Charles. Charlie's long absence. Her name is Chivy. I don't know why they're calling her Charlie. Um, and decides to hire a private detective to track her down, but the results may point to something else entirely. Ah! Oh, MD. First off, Liz, I think you should go on Gossip Girl Wiki and edit it and put in Chivy. I should. I should, right? Is that possible? According to Three Gossip Girls podcast, <laughs> her name is Chivy. Ah, right? Wouldn't that be... That would be so funny if I could figure out how to do that. I remember... Um, when we first launched Tree Hill Talk and then Let's Talk OC, I made I think I made a Wikipedia page. Or when they talk about the the show, I just edited it and put like, and this podcast is great discussing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shameless plugs. Oh yeah, of course you got to advertise. Yeah. What did you think? Because consensus is people did not really like this episode. Huh. Um. I wouldn't say I did not like it. I right. felt, I don't know. I felt like we got some things, so I felt good about that. But I'm also just frustrated with Chair. Oh, well, of course. It, I was really frustrated. The Louis Chair, uh, Louis Chuck Blair figuring out what's happening with the dance stuff. I just was like, ugh, I don't I don't like the storyline. Well I think I don't we're like just it. over it. We're just we're over, over it. it. But the the Chivy, the, the little chi- bit of Charlie Lola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um even just like the Serena stuff. Like I'm I'm glad that Serena is kind of like she's getting there. Uh so like props for that. And I'm 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 glad to see Dan be a good friend to Blair. He's keeping her secret. Uh, but like the the way that Louis and Chuck went about everything, I was just like, this is like not interesting. And then they have, as I told you, it almost feels like when we open up, it's like almost a black and white kind of scene. It seems like it could be an old Hollywood movie because Louis has that like you know, taxi cab driver hat on. I'm like, what is happening? This is why I was thinking, okay, is this a dream of Chuck's? And then even the scene where Dan goes with Blair to try on her Vera Wang dress, the lights are all like hazy. 
And I'm like, is this a dream? Like the whole time I was like, is this whole episode a dream? I don't know. And then at the end, I'm like, I guess it's not. Right. Well, you and you warned me. So going into there, you said it wasn't quite so bizarro, but it was strange. And yeah, I think maybe I would have done if I was a writer in the Gossip Girl room, I think I would have done it differently. I would have done it as well differently. And I remember when I was first watching and I kind of was telling everyone, oh my God, I got up to episode 11. It's bizarre. And our one of our patrons, Angelina, who is, you know, our our resident gossip girl, she's like, I think they were doing that because they wanted to like wrap up some things before we get to the mid-season finale. And I'm like, okay, but still like the way they did everything was so bizarre. It was so yeah. bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Right. I mean, I, I mean, didn't hate it, but I didn't hate it either. Right. It wasn't, I guess some of it was necessary. Yeah. But some of it I felt we could have discovered things in different ways for the progression of the story. <laughs> yeah. And maybe spent a little bit more time on some other parts of the characters in this episode versus the amount, but I get it was a very, it was supposed to be very chair heavy because of how we left off. So I get, right. I get it. And it's, it's just, it just was very confusing. Um, yeah. But before we get into the summary, I have a glass full of gossip tonight titled Holy Water. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Which is what it sounds like. It's water, but this time we added some berries and some lemon and lime in there delicious love it yeah why not yeah my three gossip words i gave you last week we had aftermath which obviously you predicted aftermath of the car accident what happens there maybe figuring out some stuff on nate's end and then we have detective for dan and andrew tyler who's always the pi of the episode and hiding i meant that for chivy she's nowhere to be found and you know what? Hiding could also work for Blair as well. And that too. And and Dan's hiding her secret. And now Serena's hiding her secret. Um, yeah, so it works for a bunch of different people in this scenario. What I wanted to do first was sum up all of the flashbacks so that we can kind of go to present day. Because I feel like that's how my brain was working like okay we're getting there and then we we come back to present day and then I'm like look can we just explain them all in one like lump sum so we understand where we are so as we know there's lots of profession of love between Chuck and Blair in the car they can't wait to spend the rest of their lives together and then the accident happens Chuck and Blair both go to the hospital on stretchers. Blair is in slightly better shape than Chuck, and it seems Chuck has lost a lot of blood. It's not looking good. We also do hear one of the nurses say, we need um, a relative for, you know, a blood transplant. Uh, uh, Oh, my God. What's it? Yeah, transfusion. (laughs) Transfusion. Blood, right. They said, is that relative here yet? Right, like, how are we getting this relative? So then I'm thinking, okay, well, Jack's a relative, the only known relative we have, and he calls Diana. Right, which Vic, (laughs) very good Vic. Vic, you must be a writer on Gossip Girl, and you're just (laughs) lying to us. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. But that was such a good, like, thought. Right, because they don't actually tell you how 
or they don't even tell you if Chuck is going to survive last week. So to find out that he is well and alive and walking in the first to second of the episode, you're like, okay, wait, how do we get there? And so we hear that he had a blood transfusion from someone who he's related to. So I wonder if Lily did call Jack and said, like, we need you to come in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes a little bit more sense, but still so many questions now. And Blair wakes up in the hospital. She's with Serena. The nurse tells her, look, I, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you did lose the baby, which ugh, beyond devastation. And she's distraught as one would be. Her next request is, well, where's Chuck? Is he okay? And Serena's saying, well, he lost a lot of blood. It's not good. So she decides she's going to go down to the church and pray for Chuck to be okay. And like basically this is her, her only wish. Like, you took my baby. Please don't take Chuck away from me too. But then she makes a promise. If you let Chuck live, I will keep my vow to marry Louis. I'm like, I'm sorry. How did we get if you let Chuck live, I'll marry someone else? <laughs> right. I, And when we get to that part, when she's you know, has found her newfound Catholicism and going yes. to, to talking to the priest. Priest. Is yeah. it priest and Catholicism and pastor? I, I want to say yes, priest. So sorry. I, Please excuse sorry guys. me we're, being not knowing. We're Jews uh, here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should know better. And I want to talk about that specifically when we get to that part because yeah. I have a little bit of ish with it. Okay. Oh, well, I have ish with it as well. So as she's praying, the doors open up. A nurse comes in and says, Chuck Bass is looking for you. And it's almost comical that she's smiling and saying, okay, like obviously God listened to my prayer. So she goes into his room. He's in a stupor, doesn't really realize that she's there. And she says to him, like, I'll always love you, but like, this is not this. We can never be together. And she leaves, and that's pretty much like the last vision he has seen of her in what seems to be three weeks. Right. Or maybe plus. So the bulk of this episode, we have Dan, Blair, Chuck, Louis, some Serena. So in the start of the Bizarro episode, we find out it's actually New Year's Eve Eve, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Chuck is walking monkey in the rain. He sees a very disheveled... Louis, who is clearly going through it, and they state that he's been home with Blair for three weeks. They were in Europe, apparently. And at that moment, you do hear from Chuck, my condolences on losing the baby. I didn't know, you know, how Blair was doing. So you find out right away she lost the baby. He also says how there hasn't been Gossip Girl in maybe a few weeks to months, and he doesn't yeah. know what's happening within the world and with Blair because she won't speak to him. Okay. Can we talk? Do you have more on Gossip Girl or can we like fill each other in on what's going on here? Oh, no. Let's talk about Gossip Girl. Sure. Okay. So Gossip Girl essentially was taken down by the spectator because nobody wants to be outed because all of their emails were shown. Right. Yes, and I think also, too, I don't know if they're forcing the hand of Gossip Girl pretty much got Chuck and Blair into a car accident, so, like, don't support her kind of thing. Right. 
Right. I'm assuming they don't really go into how exactly they took down Gossip Girl, but it seems as though Nate and Serena set out to do this and they succeeded somehow. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure I have everything. Yeah. No, like that's really that's all it, we right? get. That's okay. all we get. Yeah. So we find out, and here's my confusion. Okay. Nate, I'm sorry, Nate. Blair hasn't seen Chuck since the accident. She hasn't even, she's barely speaking to Serena. She's barely speaking to anyone. And this is why I thought it was a dream because I'm like, how is this even possible? We leave Chuck and Blair kissing in the limo. We're going to spend the rest of our lives together. And then three weeks later, okay, all of a sudden now she's back with Louis and no baby. And Chuck and her haven't spoken. So Chuck says, come with me. I have an umbrella. They head back to the Waldorfs. And Blair sees Chuck for the first time in weeks. And she is so distant, almost angry at him. Yeah. And like like he did something wrong, which we know he there wasn't anything he could have done. And so she brushes off like any condolences he's given her about the baby. And she doesn't understand why he's there. And he's like, I, I don't understand why you cut me out of your life with no explanation. I have no idea what happened we were having this great moment. We we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. And now you won't even look at me. And she's like, well, I guess you're not going to leave. So I will. And I'm going to go work on my registry and leave. And she leaves. And Louis comes in. He's like, yeah, apparently she's been sneaking off a lot. And I actually thought maybe she was cheating with you. And Chuck's like, well, obviously that's not the case. And Chuck says, well, hmm, maybe I do know someone she could be possibly having an affair with right so his first thought is daniel humphrey why not i mean it makes sense his way in i think it's safe he figured it out right i think it's safe to assume that because of we know that chuck knows how padge feels about her right so maybe she was a shoulder to cry on and he was and she fell into his arms (laughs) right yeah, so Chuck heads to see Padgy boy, who he, apparently Padge says, oh, I haven't heard from from Blair in weeks. I didn't even know she was back. And Chuck's obviously very suspicious. He leaves, and it's revealed that Blair is there. The two of them are in cahoots. She basically, like, falls into his arms, and they hug, and he sa- she says, nobody can know my secret. Like, please, we can't tell anyone. So when you first watched this, what did you think her secret was? Oh, I was like, they're together. Really? <laughs> I, I but knew then I was like, but that. I don't want it to be that. I just was like, wait, huh? Do you know what my thought was? What I thought the secret was that the baby was actually Chuck's. Oh, and Padge knew that secret. Like that's where I, I honestly thought I was like that. That was where my brain was going. Like the secret is somehow Chuck. I because remember I was so bent on this. I mean, now, and I predicted that she would lose the baby, which is, that is very sad. But I was like, it's got to be Chuck's baby. This is the secret. And I so I remember my sister and I discussing this months back when I was kind of like, give me all the deets I need to know about Gossip Girl. And she was like, it's kind of up in the air. Like, we'd never get confirmation, truly, if it ever was Louis or Chuck's baby. Is this? She said it was, but then why would you keep the paperwork? Is this what like Schwar- like Schwartz and Savage like to do when it comes oh, to pregnancies? They you love know, it. when you think yeah. about it, 
and our <laughs> yeah, other child. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. They like to keep it all ambiguous and you have right. just, it's often interpretation. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I do enjoy this new, not new, I mean, continued Dan and Blair friendship. He is literally her rock, like the only person who's her rock right now because Chuck even says like, uh, Louise says that she hasn't even been with Dorota. Like, Dorota's not even around. She doesn't want to be with her, doesn't want her following her. And so Blair heads to Vera Wang along with Dan to try on her magnificent wedding dress. She tells Dan the dress feels wrong as it would after she lost the baby. And Dan's like, we'll get you a new dress. Like, just everything he was saying, it was just was like, I am here for you, Blair. Whatever you need, I will get it done. And I really loved that. I do too. And so one of the employees apparently worked at Vera Wang said, sends a picture to Chuck. Hey, there's this guy here. He's not the gay stylist. Is this the guy you thought was going to be with Blair? And Chuck was like, yeah. Mind you, Chuck has asked Dan, can you be my detective and like spot spy on Blair? And Dan's like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Right. <laughs> I'll like, give me, you. You're going to give me intel. Right. And because he knows he's on to him. Yeah. Throughout the day, Dan keeps telling Blair, you know what? You don't have to marry Louis. And at that point, too, she's like, oh, don't go all notebook on me. And I'm like, what is she talking about? Because then again, I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, is Dan trying to push for her to break up with Louis so he could be with her? Uh-huh. And yeah. and like Blair knows that. And um, at that point, they're having this conversation outside this, like, brownstone, and Chuck sees them get into it, and they're, like, very close, and he's, like, making sure, like, she's getting in by holding her back. Like, it's just, it's all very suspicious. It's suspicious, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm loving every minute of it, naturally, Mm -hmm. but um, suspicious. So then Chuck calls Louis, and he's like, we have a problem. We should meet. So they meet at the Waldorfs, and then Serena also gets involved in the conversation, and she's like, there's no way Dan and Blair are having this affair. He told me he didn't even know she was in town. They're like, he was lying. So she's like, before you do anything, get some proof, because this is not proof that they are, you know, together. So Serena is basically the new gossip girl, and she's been getting all of these tips in her email So they're like, here, she's like, here, guys, if you are that curious, take the laptop and go through all these tips and see what you find. And hopefully you can get Blair to come to the New Year's Eve party. I really like that Serena is being the good friend and being like, let's not assume here. Yes. I know my friend and this means nothing. Like, yeah, I get it looks suspicious, but I think he's just being supportive. The party is happening and Serena is like all of us, basically, because... She's saying, oh, the, the photos that you found on these Gossip Girl tips, they don't prove anything. Yeah, they look bad, but there's no hard proof that these two are together. And Chuck's like, well, what would you know? Blair hasn't really been talking to you or anyone lately. And Serena's like, well, you know, that's right. So she's going to go and find Blair and she's going to have a conversation. So she meets up with Blair in the bathroom. And this also kind of prompts Louis and Chuck to go corner Padge because they're like, well, we don't want Blair telling Padge that like we're on to them. So at that point, Louis heads into Nate's office because the party's at the spectator and is going to upload a photo of Pear 
with a headline, Most Secret Affair. This is <laughs> so is fucked up for him to do this to Blair. Right. He's like, oh, this is the only way they'll tell the truth. It's like, it no. And <laughs> it's just so messed up to do that to your fiance. I, I, it is. Louis got to go. He he's got to go. Everything go. is ill intentions now. There is not yes. one shred of like I love this person. I'll do anything for her. It's like no, I want to just prove myself each time. Like it's it's bad. Not good. It's it's bad. Yeah. While all that's happening, Serena does find Blair in the bathroom. She says, "You need to explain because I'm just as confused as everyone is." So Blair goes into what has happened. She tells Serena after the accident of everything that happened and that God saved Chuck. And Serena's like, well, no, med- modern medicine saved Chuck. And she's like, Blair, if you don't want to be with Louis, just don't be with him. Like, this is I don't agree with what you're saying. Like, I can't I can't reason with you because I don't I don't believe that this is the reason why. And we get this revelation that Blair and Dan actually have been secretly going to church to kind of pray and atone for sins. And she's left in a confession explaining to priest, we think priest, right? Um, that she still loves Chuck and maybe it's okay if she gives in the to temptation. And at that moment, a taxi almost hits Chuck. <laughs> Right. So she knows that, oh, I'm doing the right thing by not being with him. I'm basically saving Chuck's life by not being with him. Okay. So as she's talking to priest. Priest. <laughs> we're going to say priest. This nice man. He He's very kind to her and welcomes her. And she has a key to yeah. the, the church and pages. Yeah, she goes whenever she needs right. to. He seems to be okay with this thought process of you're right you making this deal is what's keeping Chuck alive yeah I don't agree with this he like would a person in this role agree to this be like you're right you have that control because you made (laughs) this you know uh you bartered with God so to speak Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Shouldn't right. they guide her and be like, well, well, they should. So this is making, it's solidifying her reasoning. Right. Yeah. And so when she tells Serena all this, as I said, Serena's like, oh, come on. Like, Blair, let's be real with ourselves. This is not the reason why Chuck is better and you guys are not together. Like, she's like, please just tell them. And Blair's like, I can't tell them. I don't even care if they think that Dan and I are dating. I can't tell them that this is what has happened. (laughs) So Serena, uh, she swoops in during this part of the episode where the boys now have cornered Dan into Nate's office, telling them, telling him that, they're going to release this photo of Dan and Blair. And he's like, oh, uh, that's not what what's happening here. And of course, Serena saves the day. And she says, oh, no, they're just covering for Dan and I because we're the ones actually hooking up. OK, <laughs> let's let's talk about this part. That is the silliest 
reason that you would have Blair and Dan be hanging out. We couldn't have had any other reason. Well, how convenient for Serena. Well, to, how convenient. To, you know, have a night of uh, something that's fake, mm-hmm. but also something that you really want. And so it's like, well, we have to play into this because this is the only thing that'll work. But also, this is how I've been feeling. So how convenient. <laughs> Super convenient. She whispers to Dan, I know about Blair's secret. This is my way of covering it up. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll go along with it. But it's just, it's ridiculous. Booby tells Blair, I'm sorry for not believing you yet again. I mean, this has got to be the eighth time in like nine episodes that we've said, I'm sorry for not believing you, Blair. It's just like, dude, get over it. It's done. And she tells him, oh, I do have a secret, though. I'm actually converting to Catholicism before the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Which Mm -hmm. like, not like 100% false, but also... We know, obviously, the real reason. Yeah, no, this is not the full truth. Yeah, so she has a talk with Louis, but Chuck, he still cannot understand why Blair has cut him out of her life. And so he thinks that Dan knows more than he's leading on, which, as we know, he does. But, of course, he won't say anything. So Serena tells Blair, okay, I'll keep your secret, but just so you know... I think you're making the wrong decision. (laughs) And at the strike of midnight, Blair says, guess you have to go kiss your prince over there. And so Blair and Louis kiss and Dan and Serena kiss, leaving Chuck all alone by himself. It's so awkward because you can tell Serena feels like, oh, my God, that was weird. Did he like it? I don't know. And Dan's just like, oh, God. You you can clearly (laughs) tell that Padge felt nothing. Nothing. And Serena is holding on to like this little hope. The little and, shred. The and little I shred. did not want this to happen. I'm sure our Sag fans were very much Mike excited about this. Mike was loving it. He was so happy about it. There's no chemistry. How? It's it's done. The chemistry it's is done. so is so done, done for done, me. Done, 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 done. Yeah. Later on, however, Blair, she goes to see Chuck at the Empire. She tells him You're a great man, a great person, and although we can't be together, I will always love you, and, you know, that's it. And he's like, I just don't get it. Please, I will try everything. I will figure out why you have cut me out of your life. She's like, just be happy and move on. He's like, how can I do that? I I I don't understand. Really, I I actually felt for Chuck in the sense of his lost in confusion. Yeah, yeah. Because what the hell, right? What the hell? What the hell? And and she's saying, just because we can't be together. And he's like, what we can, though. Like, we actually could. Yeah. You're just not allowing it to happen. So he's just so confused, and he's going to make it his mission to figure everything out. So she heads downstairs. Louis has been waiting for her, and he's like, oh, this is not you getting cold feet, is it? And she says, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. This infuriated what? me, Liz. Oh this my God. really, I screamed because I was like, no. And I was like shaking my notebook. Yeah. Because it's such a load of bullshit. And honestly, it's a load of bullshit on both ends. Right. Because he They're doesn't both feel faking it. it. They're he faking it. He has cold feet. She has cold feet. Nothing's going to warm just this call up. What it is. Just end it. Just end it. Ugh. Just end it. Oh my God. It just gets worse. 
just telling you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. Um, let's talk about some Nate stuff. Okay. Um, as we know, it's the Spectator's New Year's Eve party. Serena mentions now that Gossip Girl is gone. People are desperate for any attention to the Upper East Side. So they're really connecting to her blog and they're sending her tips. And Nate sees like dozens and dozens, thousands even, he said, of emails and tips in Serena's inbox. And she's like, yeah, I've just been ignoring them, hoping that they go away. Maybe they get the point that I'm not interested in the drama of it all. I just want to help people. And so Nate gets an anonymous text from someone stating, I thought you were a journalist with integrity. And of course, Nate's intrigued and they have a conversation. And basically, this person tells him that the paparazzi didn't cause Chuck and Blair's accident and that you need to do some research. After all of it, Nate asks to speak with the driver of Chuck and Blair's car, which like I feel he should be a lot more injured than he is. I mean, he was the one in the front of the car and it was the front of the car that smashed into the wall. Right. But I also felt that way. What do I know? Yeah, what do we know? Um, And so the driver shows up to the New Year's Eve party. Nate asks him questions, and he says, well, that day I made sure everything was okay with the car before I left, but when I was driving, the brakes felt like they had no give, and I was unable to stop, and I I don't understand what could have caused that. So Nate does some more research and realizes that Chuck and Blair were actually in the wrong car the whole time, and... Nate realizes that this car was meant for him and Serena says okay well I'll go through all of my gossip girl emails maybe we can see some tips and see if I can help anyone else and um he gets a reply from gossip girl which is now in like gossip girl's voice saying like it's me and we should help each other (laughs) I know something that that you need and we can help each other and he's like yeah Very interesting. Weird. Very weird. Very weird. Um, But to the big reveal, this is the best part of the episode. (laughs) Woo! Let's do it. We have, yeah, Lily. She's devastated that her niece, Chivy, has not had any contact with her. She just up and left without saying goodbye. She thought they were so close. She doesn't Mm -hmm. understand where it all went wrong. And she says, even when I call Carol, Carol tells me she's not available. And I know she's not telling me the truth about something. So she hires Andrew Tyler, the PI of like the entire Upper East Side, apparently, right into uh, Chivy's whereabouts. And of Rufus, of course, is the last person to know all of this. And so Andrew finds out that Charlie never left New York. How great! What? Just, just skipping a hop over to Juilliard. So they go, and Lily calls out to a girl that resembles Charlie and says. Charlie and a girl turns around and she says, my name is Charlotte Rhodes. Yes, but I don't go by that. I go by Lola. And so Lily's like, oh, my mistake. My bad. They go home realizing, oh, Andrew Tyler found the wrong Charlotte Rhodes. And they decide to to sing some karaoke and she's allowing Carol to just be Chivy's mother and to stay out of it. And it's then later revealed that Lola has a picture of her and Carol in her wallet. So we get confirmation. Yes, this is the actual Charlotte Rhodes. Well, obviously it is. And I was waiting the whole time. How many Charlotte Rhodes could there be in the world? Right. But I was waiting for <laughs> Rufus to be like, oh, you know what, hon? 
you know what was weird? Like what I said last week. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Chinese uh, said she was like a fraud and all of this. Like, I wish, is he going to bring that up? There's a reason why she told him. And maybe the reason is, well, he's never going to bring it up, you know? Right. Or, I mean, just in that in that situation, she feel felt like she needed to get it off her chest. And while it was vague, she still was saying, like, this is my truth. I am a fraud. Right. Right, and right, right. I guess at that point didn't care or was too scared to stick around to see if Rufus would do anything with it. Right. Yeah. And I guess at this point, nobody has come to find her yet. So she's like, well, I guess I'm in the clear, at least for now. I can't believe that the real Charlie is at Juilliard. In New York. In New York. Like, it's not even like she's still in Florida. It's right. That's right. where uh, Carol lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's like, like, this is way too close for comfort. It, extremely close. And then is it next week's episode? No. And t- but I'm like, whoa, she has been here longer than we have even realized. So when Carol was coming to New York, was she visiting her daughter or right? does right. Lola, we should, we'll just call her Lola. Lola. It's just easier. Does Lola not even really have a relationship with her mom and her mom and Carol, like that picture was taken maybe a little while ago and they, they don't really speak anymore. Like what? I, I'm so interested in this. Me too. I am so interested and um, just as much in the dark as you are because yeah, yeah, next yeah. week's episode, we don't really get all that much Lola stuff, but yeah, I'm just like, whoa, she is in, she's literally in the city at any time. Anyone could have bumped into her. But then again, these people don't even realize that she is their relative. Right. Like, this entire time they thought someone else was her. Right. And that's how much they have paid attention or how much Carol has allowed Lola to be introduced to the family obviously not not even at all yeah the fact that Lily doesn't even say like oh she looked familiar like nothing I I hope we get Carol explaining why she went away like why she went away the way she did it right oh yeah I hope so too I'm I'm assuming that we get that like I wanted to yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I wanted to get the money, so I had to hire someone to fake an illness, a mental Ugh. illness, and it just spiraled from there. Oops. Right. And how was I supposed to know that Ivy would love you guys? And, right. Like, that's out of my hands. Like, I didn't force that on her. She did it to herself. So, yeah, this this is the first episode since I think the uh, since last season that we haven't had um, Kaylee in it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I missed her a bit. I know, know. <laughs> but that is my summary. I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I did want to mention one thing: just Please. how bitter Nate is towards Patch. Oh, so funny! They have repaired their relationship. It's funny that you mentioned that because I had a. A line, a sentence in my summary of Nate, like, oh, haha, him and Dan made up. But I was like, it's not even worth it. But they did make up. Kind of. They sort are. Sort of. But I love how he's so bitter. And Patch like, finds it. He finds yeah, he's it like, funny. He's not going to use your friends again? Yeah. 
<laughs> like he keeps like like joking with him and there was a part at the party where Nate's like oh I can't believe you came and he said something else and I sw- I Padge laughed but I feel like that was really Penn mm. still the name is not yeah, yeah yeah I feel like that was a genuine laugh because right. it just looked so like oh my gosh here we go are you kidding you can't let it go yeah I think those two also had a fun relationship yeah. off the set, too. Yeah. So I'm sure at any point when they were in scenes together, it was always like a joking matter. Right. I remember that when they did that Zoom call. I don't remember what it was for. It was like they yes. were like interviewing each other. Yeah. It was so cute. I didn't watch uh, it. It was a really good. Yeah. Well, because there was definitely spoilers in there. Um, but it was just like a really nice, sweet interview between bros and they like were talking about how much fun they had together on the set like they were actually the ones who would joke around so I was like that's nice to know yeah that's cute that they were actually friends so yeah we're gonna take a short break when we come back we're going to have Noreen on with us uh, to answer some of your questions we got a load of questions so I'm really excited to speak with her and to answer all the things y'all want to know from us yay Welcome back from break. We are now joined by Noreen from Pop's Diner Podcast, a Riverdale podcast. Welcome to Three Gossip Girls Pod. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here. I haven't done this in like a long time, so I'm kind of excited and nervous. Oh, don't be. (laughs) Yeah, don't be nervous. We're excited you're here. And uh, Michelle and I did dabble in loads of Riverdale for a time, so... Oh yeah, it's it's insane. It's, and it, yeah. Gossip Girl and Riverdale kind of remind me of each other. You know? Like a lot of the characters are the same. You're right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like they mirror each other. Yes, definitely. Um, are you currently producing episodes for Pop Steiner? Um, I stopped for a while, and because my friend got like really busy, so she couldn't do it with me anymore. So I was just talking to my boyfriend about it because that's how we met. We worked in radio together in uh, college. So cute. So I was like, "Do you want to watch Riverdale with me and redo my podcast?" Because I want to get back into podcasting. And he was like, "Yeah, let's do this." So he's gonna do it with me. Oh, that's fun. so we're like in the process of writing the script and everything. Yeah, it's Ooh, really great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Because then you have it's easy scheduling wise, and <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's super easy. And you have a good rapport with each other. Yeah, yeah. Um. So overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, the end of the affair with a question mark. I'm always like, why are we putting the question mark at the end? Um, yeah, I don't understand the question mark. <laughs> so, what did you think overall of this episode? A bunch of our listeners. Did not think it was great. Michelle and I had a lot of mixed emotions about it because I kept hyping it up as this seems like a dream. This whole episode feels like a dream. (laughs) Yeah, it was really melodramatic in like the flashbacks. It reminded me of like a soap opera when I used to watch a lot of soap operas. This whole episode kind of reminded me of a soap opera. Um, But it was like in the middle for me. Like I kind of liked it. Like it was okay. Like, I think the best part was at the end when, like, Nate found out uh, the whole situation with the car. Like, yeah. when I first saw that episode, I think that was, like, the most exciting part. And the Charlie thing. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing that that, that, yeah. that was the real Charlie. 
that would those have been the two yes, best parts of yeah. the, this episode because we've been waiting for her for yes. so long at this point i don't know how much you remember like what did you did you have a recent rewatch or has, has it been a while since you've watched the show the last time I watched it was like 2017, 2018. Okay. So it's kind of still a little fresh in my mind. And I was like rewatching it this week to like prepare. So I've been watching like the first half of season five. So oh. I'm like remembering things. Oh my God. It's a, yeah. it's a roller coaster. It is. It really and is. Louis is just, I don't know how to feel about him in this episode. Yeah. We were like, saying the same. We're done. That was he yes. needs to go. He needs to go. <laughs> yeah. And him and Chuck's relationship in this episode was kind of weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like trusting the guy who he thinks has an affair with his wife. I don't get it. I'm not I'm not yeah, it's really I'm weird. not I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. And at this point we keep saying we don't really there's Blair and Louie both don't have their hearts in it or even their heads in it anymore so why are we continuing to do it yeah and I don't know and like I didn't understand how he like 100% believed the whole thing about Dan and Serena dating and that's why like Blair was running off in the middle of the night that does not make sense so stupid nope doesn't clock yeah if it were me I'd be like um okay so why were you leaving in the middle of the night uh to help your friend right doesn't make sense to me at all when they just sneak around on their own what do they need your help for right I don't get that at all. right agreed it didn't make any sense it was really far-fetched and it was for writing purposes I felt like we could have done something better with that but it's potentially I guess Maybe for the Serena, Dan, let me spark the interest again, which I mean, I'm a broken record. I don't like it. (laughs) No, I, I was always like when I was listening to your, uh, old, uh, the episodes for like this season, I am also a fan of, uh, Dan and Blair. Yeah. I love them. I don't understand why so many fans hate them together. I love them together. I think they were like perfect for each other. Yeah. So right? cute. So good. Yeah, they had so much chemistry and they were just so adorable. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. They and just they have a good they have a good bond and a good friendship and yes. it's the healthiest relationship on the show. Yes. Her Thus and far. And had a toxic relationship. Yeah. All Looking right. back on it, I'm like, they were very toxic. Yeah. So back in the day, were you a chair stan? Were you like, yes, chair? <laughs> I was. And then rewatching it. Like being older and rewatching it, I was like, no, Dan was a very mature man. He had his head together. He was intelligent, just like Blair is. And I just think they work together. Like they're they had like good conversations. They understood each other. They tried to make each other better. So I was like, you know what? Dan and Blair are so much better. I don't understand how I like Cher. Yeah. It's just we oh, all it's so did. Toxic. We all did yes. back then. Yes. That's such a, a good point of they're they try to make each other better. Yeah. Which is so true. It's so true. Yes. Yeah. And Chuck <sighs> and Blair don't tr- actively try and make each other better. They just kind of want to keep each other the way that they are. Yeah. Well, they want each other to be better, but they're not actually actively doing anything to support right. that. I guess Chuck He's is trying. trying now. It's such a mess. Yeah. It's taken him so long to get there. Oh, my God. Um, Five seasons. Yeah. I know you said that you read the books did you read all of the books yeah I read it all the way to the end and like even when she did the other like 
book like later um where it was like a couple years later when they were like adults so yeah I read them all wow and did you like that obviously you like them enough to continue the whole series oh yeah yeah I love the books they're definitely different than the show like uh Chuck has a lot more to do in the show in the books he was just kind of like a side character that they never like they used to see him at parties and he was just like a rich playboy he was like he had nothing to do with the books so So I kind of like that they gave Chuck more and the parents they didn't have like anything to do really much in the books but like on the show they have like a bigger relationship with their kids so it's nice to see that so they changed like a couple of things all right how many books in total if you remember oh man I think there's like maybe like 14 or 15 books that's wow. a good amount I'm thinking I've been thinking about revisiting and I've mentioned this before I I like to do audiobooks but only the first two were available and then book 12. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like I need to fill in but I really enjoyed them. Yeah. They were so they were really really good. They are really good. They just don't have like morals I feel like in the books as they do on the show. Well, like yeah. they learn lessons on the show right. whereas in the books they're just kind of like well this is the way they are. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah, you yeah. dabbled in the reboot? I have not seen the reboot yet. I'm kind of scared because I've heard mixed reviews about it. So I'm not sure how I feel about watching. And I've seen like a spoiler. Like I saw someone say who Gossip Girl, you find out who Gossip Girl is in the first episode. I saw it on YouTube. So I was like, "Uh, how do I feel about this? I'm not sure. It's definitely uh, different, still dramatic, but in a more, um, in a more like dark way, not necessarily like like a more, the, Go- the Gossip Girl 2008 is like a glorified soap opera, as we said. Like, this is actually like yeah. a darker version, a more oh, serious they version. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they went Riverdale on it. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Um, I mean, we're enjoying it. We, uh, we watched the first six, and then the next okay. six are going to start uh, Thanksgiving, right? Yep. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Which- and are any of the old characters in it, or no? None of them came back. Um, not yet, at least. Well, no, we had two. Oh, we had two. We had two. Ooh. Well, technically, technically, technically two, but definitely yeah, one. Technically, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna trust you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch I, it. I, I, I liked it for what it is. I mean, I like it for what it is. It, you know, you just change it. Of okay, this is just not Gossip Girl. It's just a different right. show. Yeah. With a different exactly. Slate, it's they're know? not interchangeable. Yeah. There is nothing that really resembles one and the other. It's like they do reference like Chuck and Blair and whoever and Nate and Serena, and, but it's it's just like a continuation years later, as if they were. It's just the same world, but really the characters have nothing to do with the old ones. The world, okay, yeah. So it's it's interesting. So if if you want to give it a, a take, yeah. let us know if you do and if you like it. I will. I like trash TV, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and it's HBO, so they do whatever they want. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's the good part. Yeah. yeah, they are allowed to do anything they want, so it really like oh wow brings it up to another level. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's start with some questions. We'll start with Jillian. Question for all. How do we feel about the car crash as the ending of the baby storyline? Hmm. I mean, uh, how else would we have done that? What do you, you think, Noreen? I think 
that would probably be like one of the only ways they could probably do that with the how they would get rid of the baby. I mean, not get rid of the baby, but like they didn't want her. To, obviously, they didn't want her to be with Louis, and I think they didn't want Blair to have a baby, most likely, because she would probably would have been obligated to have Louis in her life no matter what. So I think since it is a dramatic soap opera type show the best way to do it is like something dramatic like a car crash and Blair would have to go through like a big change like losing a baby and almost losing Chuck in order to like make the decisions that she's making right now so I guess this would be the only way to do it right unless they just had made her hat like a miscarriage that's just kind of boring agreed yeah I agree agree do you believe that this baby was louise or is there a part of you that thinks it's chucks because we'll never know now (laughs) no i always kind of felt like it was chucks even when i first saw this like the first run of the series and even in my second watching and my recent watching i'm like are we 100 sure like it wasn't i know like the writers like someone said the writer said like no it was louise like we made it louise but i kind of always felt like it was chucks anyway Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to choose to believe it was Chuck. Yeah, I kind of want to. In my world, <laughs> this is what I'm choosing to believe. It's just like the OC all over again, how I chose to believe certain things. Oh, yeah. And that show. I'm just going to choose that. Yeah, I, I understand. That's how I feel about some shows. I like to make up my own right. ending. Are you yeah. a fan of the OC? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's why when she said that, I was like, yeah. Yeah, there were certain things in the OC that I wish they would have never done. Uh-huh. Like uh, Marissa. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yeah. was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Or Marissa. Exactly. Classic. Michelle, oh, Michelle's yeah. favorite show ever, which that's oh, not this podcast, ever. but <laughs> I'm currently rewatching it. I know. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, that and Dawson's Creek because I just like to rewatch those shows. Yeah, it's it's nostalgia. It is. I wish I I should just try Dawson. I should just put it on. I tried and I couldn't do it. Then I tried again. I got into season two and I'm like, Dawson's so whiny. I can't stand him. (laughs) I can't even stand him as background noise. Yeah, he's so. It's tough. It's real tough. But um, I can't. I know it's so bad. I know everyone else on the show is way better. So if if you rewatch yeah. it, just like kind of mute his parts and then like watch everyone else. I should I should do that. What an entertaining watch that yeah. would be. Just mute out Dawson. He's not important. That would be yeah, an interesting podcast like idea of I only watch Dawson's Creek, but I actually don't listen to what Dawson says. <laughs> there you go. You know, right? Dawson on mute. Dawson without the creek. Exactly. Dawson without the creek. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I love it. it. Podcast. Uh, Jillian also on Snow Michelle. How long will Blair keep up this Catholic good girl streak? (laughs) Well, okay. So I I feel like I know some things. I do know a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it here. But I think until that event happens which is so vague on my part do you know do you know what I'm saying I know what you're saying I'm sure Noreen understands what you mean too and eventually we'll uh fill her in but (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think uh this Catholic girl and this this whole storyline is so far-fetched for me that I would like it to be over sooner than later but what do you think about this storyline, Noreen? Because I thought it was just absolutely ridiculous. 
of Blair, like wanting to be Catholic now. I think like, I think she had to do it in order for Louis to like believe that she's not in love with Chuck or Dan. Yeah. So I think like they had to do that in order for like Louis to kind of buy her little story about like Serena and Dan being together and she's helping them because I think he wasn't going to believe her. I think like he, because he said like, oh, well, you said you were never going to leave me. And then she kind of had to think of something because she didn't have the baby anymore. Right. So she had to think of something to kind of like tie her like herself to uh, Louis. So I think that's why they had to put that there. But mm. yeah, no, I, it's kind of a boring storyline. It is. <laughs> yeah. Her and Louis are just yeah, a boring yeah, yeah. storyline in general. They are. Louis brings nothing. Like in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, they were cute and sweet. And again, I like the callback, the fact that we brought him back from her time in, in yeah. Paris. But besides, it's just, it's got to go. Yeah, no. Bad. Like, I think you guys said in the other episode, like, he kind of reminds you of Vanessa. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. He really, when you brought that up, he, I was like, oh my gosh, he does remind me of Vanessa. <laughs> he's too try hard. Yeah. I know. And he's spiraling and it's just making him look bad, just like Vanessa. Yes. It's so... Get out, Poor girl. <laughs> the world, the world corrupt you. They just corrupt these characters because they're not they do. suited for it. And it just no. has turned Louis into this just almost evil person that yeah. he never was before. And I know, like, I, I believe that I feel badly that Blair thinks that the darkness in Louis is from her. There's a part of me that never wants to admit that, but I will kind of admit that, yeah, this world that she lives in and that she gets herself wrapped up in is dark, and that did turn him dark, and it, it corrupted him, and he can't get himself yeah, out right. anymore. Yeah, he was a little right about her friend, like, saying how they're kind of, like, toxic, and they all kind of, like, b- turn their backs on each other and backstab each other. He was a little right about that, mm-hmm. like, I'm... Even though he sounded like a jerk when he said it, I was like, oh, don't, don't diss her friends. But, you know, he was kind of right. Like, they're they're all kind of toxic and live in their own little world of toxic backstabbing, doing crazy things. So yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Mike says, since this episode took place on New Year's Eve 2011, do you remember where you were, how you spent that New Year's Eve? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And because I prepped, I knew that he was going to ask this question. And so I I went back on my Facebook and I looked at 2011 in the year to try to figure out if I, like, posted any pictures back then. And I couldn't find any, but I'm pretty sure I went down to Port Jeff in Long Island, down to the village, and we spent New Year's Eve in – what was that bar, Michelle – it was Schaefer's. Schaefer's, yeah. yes. There. And it was, I was, you know, drunk and that was about it. Does anyone else have any memories? <laughs> it's hard to go back so many uh, years. Probably with Aunt. I have, no, maybe we were, there's a couple of New Year's that come mm-hmm. to mind, but I'm just not sure. Because there was one New Year's. I was hoping you were going to say the one I spent with you, but I think that was 2012 at your house. And I the ate. The olives. I drank mm-hmm. a lot, ate too many olives, drank tea, and then threw up. <laughs> oh, my God. Not a good, not, not good looks. Because no. that was the year I got engaged. It was 2012. So 
the year before that might have been a house party I went to. Yeah. Maybe. Noreen, yeah. uh, any memories? It Either I was home and it was just very boring or it was that year. I can't remember because like the two years kind of meshed together. Mm-hmm. Like I was working at a fast food restaurant and I ended up getting pancreatitis. So I spent oh. New Year's in the hospital for three days. Oh so I spent God. my like my New Year's and yeah, in the hospital eating liquid. Oh, you so I think that might have been the year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a nice little vacation, oh, no. though. I had a private room, so that was the best part. I oh, had a private room at the you hospital. Have to have a, if you don't have a private room, it's a oh, terrible yeah. experience. I felt fancy. I felt like I was in Gossip you Girl. Felt I felt like Blair. <laughs> you know, I had a nice private room nice. with a couch, so Cute. it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Cute. Oh, well, hopefully you'll have a better New Year's this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope so. Uh, Mike... He loves Dan and Serena together, so he was happy to see them kiss, but um, can't say the same. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Do we believe that this will spark something between Serena and Dan? Michelle. I mean, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I think that. Padge is just so gone and over this that it won't, but Serena will try and we're just going to just beat that dead horse. It's just why I really hope that we don't spark anything and sorry to be a bitter Betty, but mm -mm, I'm not about it. I love it. Oh my God. I just, I mean, I, I can't even express anymore because I felt I have expressed this on every single podcast episode since we started this podcast. So, nope. I hope it doesn't spark anything. <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree. Okay. I, I agree so much because I just, they remind me of those friends that annoy you that date and like they break up and then they get back together and oh. then they're always just drama and telling you about the relationship. So, yeah, I hope it doesn't spark anything. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's exactly who they are. And it's mostly Serena. It's mostly her. It is. It's her forcing it. So if you have to force someone to like you, they probably don't. They probably don't like you. They don't like you. Michelle didn't think Chuck would die because she believes Chuck a chair to be endgame. If you had been watching this live and not known the chair fandom, would you have thought that they killed off Chuck after watching last week's episode? (laughs) no 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 this is a teen drama he's a main character he's you know part of a very very thought out beloved relationship i don't think he would have died do you remember what you thought the first time you watched it noreen uh i i feel like i that he didn't die because if he would have died it would have been like a season finale or something like that or like you would have heard something about like the actor leaving the show. Uh-huh. So I don't, I feel like when I first saw it, I didn't think he died, but I thought like something bad happened to him. Like it was going to be like that other accident he had. Like I think he had like a bad accident a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be like something like that. Like maybe he was going to be paralyzed or something like he had to like recuperate something like that was going to happen. I didn't think he was going to die though. Yeah. I think that was the, the end of three. He gets yes. stabbed. 
right? Yeah. Stabbed him. Yeah, he met that girl who was like a Eva. Like really good. Yeah. yeah I loved her, we loved though. Eva. <laughs> I loved them together. Yeah. They were kind of the yeah, couple they I liked. Me I know too. probably people don't like that, but I love them together. Oh, please. We oh, were we talking, we were shipping together. them so hard. We loved it. Yes. When I rewatched <laughs> yeah. it, I was like, oh, she was so perfect for him. Perfect. Why didn't they keep her? Little angel. I know. And she yes. was gone so quickly. I was like, wow, I remember that being a lot longer. But she was only in I like three so. episodes. It was so sad. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Forever. I'm sorry. Um, how many more episodes do you think the Louis plot will go on for? Michelle, do you think there will be a wedding? I do. I do think there will be a wedding. Um, I think this will go on. How many episodes we have in this 24. season? Four. Oh, so many. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think actually. Two or three more episodes. Yeah, Good predictions. And I'm thinking, f- and I'm thinking for like a l- tiny little more time jump. Okay. Maybe like a week or two, or a couple of weeks or two, but I think a time jump of some sort, and I think two or three episodes. Okay, we'll take it. Tish says, Noreen, what do you think of Nate's detective work in this episode? How do you feel about Nate overall? I I like Nate, but he's kind of a boring character. I hate to say that. Like, I love Nate in the books, but TV show Nick, Nick Nate is very, <laughs> very boring. Um, but, I mean, I will say his detect, like, his storyline's interesting just because of what's going on, like, with the whole car situation. Like, the cars got switched and, like, his family and Diana and all of that stuff. But, um... Yeah, Nate's just a boring character to me. Like, and the only reason he even did the detective work was because of Gossip Girl. So he would have never even looked into this whole car accident if he didn't get that text. Right. So really, he can thank Gossip right? Girl. Yeah. It's exactly. this is the only reason that Nate has a storyline <laughs> exactly. is because of this car crash. Now, I mean, we were sort of developing with the spectator stuff, and yeah. now it's all right. Well, this will be. Nate's mission is to figure out, you know, who was behind all of this. But I mean, it's interesting because it's like a mystery aspect of the show, which is fun always. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're on the same boat as you with the Nate stuff. Our listeners know how we feel about Nate. (laughs) He's just so boring. Like there's nothing interesting about him at all. You want to like him because he's very cute. But there's just... There's just nothing there. And nothing. I understand why Blair and Serena just could not have a relationship with this man. Right? There's just nothing just so going boring. on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's boring. Tish says, I know you said last week that you assumed Rufus forgot about what Chivy has said, but do you why why do you think Rufus still won't tell Lily about Chivy's confession? And yes, we call Charlie and Charlie slash Ivy Chivy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love that name, by the way. I love it. Yay! <laughs> uh, I don't think... I think Rufus um, currently forgot. I don't think it's gone forever. It's stored in the brain somewhere far, far deep in. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I really hope this resurfaces. Same, but yeah. I can't guarantee that it I will. don't think he's... <laughs> Yeah, like I don't think he's ho- I don't think he's holding it back. I think he just momentarily forgot. Yeah. I feel like when he saw Charlie, he kind of like remembered 
like what happened like when he when she said that to him like when he saw the real charlie at the end of the episode with um her so i feel like he kind of didn't say anything to protect her i think he's just kind of protecting her right now because he knows how much she loves her right yeah he probably wants her to tell her so i think that's what's going on oh i love that i I love love that I love that because that gives Rufus just something. Yes. Yeah. Another he loved her a lot. Another boring character, Rufus. He's so handsome, but just oh, so boring. So adorable. Yeah. They don't, him and Nate they don't have nothing. <laughs> no. I feel so bad for these two men. They have nothing to do in the show. Yeah. And they did the same thing to Eric. Like Eric's oh like basically not even in the show anymore. They like wrote him out. Who is Eric at this we point? We didn't even we didn't even talk about that how they mentioned that Jenny and Eric were home for the holidays. That was so disrespectful. (laughs) That was. They didn't even show them. Don't even even mention them them at that point, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They they were home for the holidays. Now they're still, like, in London. That's it. Right. Right. It just, we didn't need to know that. Like, yes, we get you're trying to, like, keep up with the Joneses of your children because you do both have another child besides Dan and Serena. Oh, they do? I didn't remember. Right? It's so true. And so the writers are like, yeah, let's just throw that in there. It wasn't needed, but. No. They, you know what? They should have thrown in Scott, too. <laughs> right? What's Scott yeah. doing for the holidays? Your other son? Oh, yeah. We yeah. forgot about him. I hate, I hate that storyline <laughs> so much. Oh, I forgot that. that that was even a thing at this point, Michelle. So thank you for reminding me that Scott was, yes, their child. You're welcome. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, I <laughs> Yeah, that's another uh, thing that makes them similar to Riverdale. Same thing yes, happens on there. Yes. It sure does. It really yes. does. Yeah. Uh, do you think Nate will ever tell Blair and Chuck that the accident was meant for him? Yeah. Yes. I do actually. I think he'll tell Chuck. Okay. And how long will, will Serena be Gossip Girl for? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like know. three or four episodes. I find, yeah, right. <laughs> if you had to predict. Right? Yeah. Like I I find that entertaining. It's like, oh, look at this. Serena's the new gossip girl. Let's see how well this goes. But not I don't think very long. No. Well, she's saying that her mission is to actually help people. So at least there's there's that. Like she's not bashing them and not writing drama about them. Um so we'll see what she does with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Gossip Girl is not actually gone. Right. She's you know? just taking a snooze. She's taking she's a pause. Nate right now. Yeah. She's texting Nate. She's getting involved with all that. So, yeah, she's got detective yeah. work to do. Yeah. She's not gone for good. That's for sure. No. Vic says, Hi, Noreen. Welcome to the podcast. Who is your oh, favorite character? Oh, Blair. I love Blair. <laughs> she's always been my favorite character like from the first line in one of the in the first book I just love her like she's just my she's always going to be my favorite character I think she is it comparable to the book of her character like do you like one over the other I think she's a lot nicer on the show oh really uh, yeah I think she's a little bit nicer on the show but in the books I think she is too I think I always felt like Blair had a reason for why she acts the way she does like in the books and on the show, like the first season with her kind of hating Serena, like I, I understood it. Like she 
slept with her first love, the guy that she thought she was going to be with forever. I would feel the same exact way at that age. I would probably hate my friend forever if they did that to me. Like as an adult, I would probably hate my friend for a good while if they did that to me. So I I always understood Blair's reasoning for why she is the way she is. Yeah. It's just, it just makes for a good content. Like her character is so dynamic, so interesting witty it's yeah. funny it's and just she's well-rounded yeah it's just a like really good everything. well-rounded character yes who would you say and i guess you know without giving too much away but up to this point who was your favorite couple favorite couple up until this point probably i wish dan and Blair happened but um <laughs> no no my favorite couple up until this point yeah, I just wish Dan and Blair happened. If I mean anything else, probably Chuck and Blair. Even though I think Chuck is like toxic, yeah. But I do. Yeah. I guess if Blair had to be with someone else, he's probably the better person instead of Louis. So right, yeah, probably that couple. Okay. You know it's true too because even though I don't love Chair, I didn't like Blair with Nate. No. And remember, um. I don't like her. What with was Louis. the other guy's name? Um, oh my god, he was a L- Lord Marcus. Yeah, <laughs> remember him? Oh my gosh, yes. yeah, yeah, no, that was really it. Yeah, and then Connor I, Beeson for like a hot second, I think. And yeah, that was it. yeah. So for Blair, yeah, remember they like just hooked up like briefly. I don't remember that. It was a very brief, when I say brief, like one episode. But I guess what makes the most sense for her is Chuck, even though she's taking Pear out of the whole equation. Yeah. Unless there's just some new guy that comes in and it's just wonderful. Right. Right. Yeah. He's the guy. I would love to see that, but. Oh, that would be nice. That's not not happening. There's no way that's (laughs) happening. They tried with Louis, but. They tried. It failed. Right. It failed miserably. Now it's just. Just go. Please just go. Yes. He needs to leave. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't I don't enjoy. She also asks if you could bring one person from Riverdale to join the Upper East Side, who would that be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Probably. Oh man. Um uh, Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. Because I would yeah. love to see her and Blair together. There, I would love to see how they clash. She's basically, and I think um, what's the actress Camila? Is that her name in real life? Yeah, she. Yeah. I think she even interviewed and stated like she based her character off of Blair Waldorf. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So like, yeah, they're both smart. Yeah, they're both rich. smart. Obviously, the New York thing. Yes. So yeah, totally. She would a hundred percent fit in. Oh yeah, I would love to yeah. see. I would love to see her and Blair kind of like go head to head. That would be very good to see. Or That's even good. like uh, Jughead. Because him and Dan would have yeah. a dynamic. Yeah. Because they're both writers. So There's a true. lot of parallels of characters, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I always wondered if the author like of the Gossip Girl books like read the Archie comics growing <laughs> up. Because a lot of her characters are definitely parallel to Gossip mm. Girl. I mean, it's so, very yeah, possible. Yeah. I think so. I feel like. Yeah. Do you think Archie is Nate? Oh, yeah. yes. A hundred percent. Right? Archie is a thousand. So does that mean Betty is yeah. Serena? Yeah. I guess. By default. By default. Because right? they're not too much alike. 
So it would be default. And then Dan is definitely Jughead. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. The main. Yeah. She wants... She Get wants to know who we, who we would pair to date from Gossip Girl characters and Riverdale car- characters. <laughs> oh. Ooh, who would I, I pair up? I feel like, hmm. I feel like Betty would go for, I want to say she would go for Nate. I, w- I was going to say that too. At first. Yeah. I was going to, yeah. I was going to say that. Betty would go for him. Yeah. And then Serena would yeah, Archie. Serena oh, would yeah. go for Archie. A hundred percent. Yeah. But who would Blair go for? Would she go for Reggie? Because oh. he's kind of like, oh, he's yeah. like a, yeah, he's yeah, because like Veronica a truck. was with Reggie too, right? Yeah, for yeah, they were with each other for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that would yep. work. Yeah, and then hmm, I don't know who Veronica would go out with though. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe she would dabble with Chuck. I don't know. Could. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. This Ooh, that's is fun. fun. You guys yeah. saw this. I always love like whenever we do exercises, exercises. <laughs> like the fanfic of the worlds coming together. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are definitely the characters I can see going together. Yeah. Um, do you think Chuck understood what Blair meant when he remembered her saying, "Just we can't we just because we can't be together doesn't mean that I won't love you." No, he doesn't know. He has no clue. No. He seemed really heartbroken, no. so I don't think he has any idea. Like, the way he was looking out the window at the end of the episode with his dog. Like, that was sad. Like, yeah. he looked like a broken man. Yeah. Yeah. He just looked like his world was yeah. shattered and it was over for him. Like, right. the framing of that whole scene and it being so dark and he just looked so sad and alone. So I don't think he knew. So sad. And yeah. he got his hopes up too when she came in there. He thought yeah. like she was coming back to be with him. He I know. Like, oh, he says to her like, "Oh my god, I can't." You know, like I've been waiting all day for you or something. Like he thought, like how I thought this was a dream, and Blair was like pretending this whole time, and he was like, "Let's be together." The first time yeah. I watched it, I almost was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she's going to Chuck to say yeah, like, I yes, I so do too. love you," <laughs> and she does I like say, "I do love you. Crazy. I just can't be with you." Again. Yeah. And she doesn't give him a reason, which her reasoning is in, I mean, it's kind of insane, but like, I kind of get it, but it's also just, it's a reason for them to keep Louie around longer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Now that Nate knows it was his car with the faulty brakes, do you think he will ever consider that it was Trip? Yes. How could he yeah. not? I mean, him I guess who else would it be? Yeah, or grandfather. I would think you probably think either him or the grandfather did it. Yeah, right. Jess says, were we surprised that Blair went to Dan? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're they're really close right now, so I don't think so. Yeah, they're best. Yeah, so he's like cute. her best friend. I love it. I just love it so much. Yeah. And I don't think she would have went to Serena right now. They they kind of have like an on and off thing sometimes. And when it comes to stuff like this, I feel like she knows Dan will give her a better perspective than Serena will. Because yeah. sometimes Serena's a little selfish, just like her reasoning for doing what she's doing now. She just wants Dan back. So that's why she basically said what she said. How convenient. Yeah, she- that worked out nicely worked out for, for everyone, huh? Yeah, and I think Dan will give her, like, the straight truth 
even though she doesn't want to hear it and she tells him like it's not the time to tell me how you feel right now but Serena I mean like any girlfriend too would be like I have your back so yeah maybe you you know like a kind of agree with what you're doing where Dan is like I don't agree I'm trying to tell you what you need and you're not taking it but Serena maybe would just be like whatever you need Blair whatever you want right you know? Do we think Chuck's state stake out strictly out of love and concern, or was it was he back to his creepy ways? <laughs> I was not a fan of Chuck with this whole detective stuff, to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of him and like Louis teaming. It just seems so out of nowhere. Yeah. Like they went from one episode to the next, and like him and Louis are just suddenly like, okay, I'm gonna trust you. I didn't really I didn't understand it. And I didn't really understand, like, I, I, I think Chuck just did it just because he, you know, loves Blair and he wanted to find out if her and Dan were together. And that was the only reason he did it. But yeah, yeah that was really it for me. Yeah, like Chuck's reasoning made sense. But Louis, it's just how could you, uh, we don't have to get back into it because I was gonna, like, going to go on a rant, <laughs> how I just think how fucked up it was that he did yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it's just bad. Yeah. Just hire the private investigator, dude, if that's how you feel. Why hire her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, I mean, he said he was going to, and Chuck's like, oh, it's not necessary. And then Chuck took it upon himself to be the private detective. (laughs) Yeah. And Louie was like, oh, I thought we weren't doing that. But this is Chuck, and you have to know what Chuck says. He's going to pretty much do the opposite, so. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And he should know by now. They're manipulators. So Louie's an idiot. Exactly. Um, Jess's last question. Now that we know that Charlotte Rhodes is in New York, how do you think it will come out that she's the real version and not Ivy? I'm so excited for this. And I know. So, Liz, do you know? No. Um, that's false. I know something about Charlie Chivy stuff. And when it gets revealed, I'm a, I'm, I think I know. But I will not obviously say nor confirm because I haven't got up to that yet. So in my rewatch. Okay. (laughs) So I feel part of me wants Lola to kind of date or meet Padge or meet Nate. And that's how it gets into this. You know, we reintroduce her. Or uh, Rufus says something. Like, you know what? Something's, I got to say something that's been sitting with me. I think that actually we should look more into this. Yeah. Or maybe Lola remember, like, kind of Lily look familiar to her and ends up seeking her out and being like, hey, I know this might be weird, but you called me out and I just want to understand, you know, you've mistaken me for someone, but maybe you didn't. I don't know. So- at this point, options. you believe that Lola doesn't know what Carol and Chivy have been up to? I don't. I don't think she okay. knows. Yeah, because there was a point that you predicted that maybe she does know and she's getting some money right. and she's okay with all of this. Well, actually, I guess she could. But then that makes her a really good actress. But she was in the whole, pro, you I know, mean, the she's play. she's going to Juilliard, so yeah. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and maybe she would act that way. She would act that way because she knows who Lily is. Mm-hmm. And Rufus. Mm. Hmm. 
It's yeah. so good. Noreen, do you like all the chivy stuff? Do you remember watching it live and liking it or disliking it? I remember watching it live. I remember not liking Chivy that much. Yeah. But I did like the storyline because it was interesting and like it, it added a, like a little mystery to the show and a new character. So I did like that. But um, yeah, I remember not liking her that much. But in my rewatch, I do like her. Yeah. And I do like understand why she's doing what she's doing and why she feels the way she feels because she just wants a family. Right. And she she wants yeah. and she feels like these people really love her and they really do and they're really close to her. So I get it. I get why she's doing it. I know. It's same. And it's it's so tricky because she has lied pretty much every single day for months at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this poor girl. But at the end of and the day, I remember she you just, guys saying, "Yeah, she the just whole wants family." Thing. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Michelle, when you said that she must have stomach issues, well, <laughs> how could she not? I still stand by that. I have. I bet she's feeling issues, much so better I now. I was like, I would, Same. I would be so I do sick. too. So sick. So like, sick. Would not so even sick. be able to eat at or no. like. Just, yeah, it would not be good. No. Too much like, stress. Why is this girl in the bathroom all the time? Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Lisa wants to know how long will Padge and Serena date, and will he figure out she has other motives? <laughs> I think they're not even going to date. I think this will be done next episode. Okay. It'll be a well, couple episodes. Maybe a couple out, right? Because they have right. to fake so, it. So don't forget, Blair, you know, they, they're pretending. Right. Ugh. Okay. So a couple of episodes of this fakeness, even though Serena's going to secretly love it. Oh, mm. She's going to, like, milk it. Milk the tea, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And our last uh, question from Will, what the hell was this episode? Is this the low point of the series so far? <laughs> Yes. One of them, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a filler episode yeah. to kind of get some plot out. That's yep. really what this was. Right. To kind of yeah. get the whole Nate situation figured out with the whole car and to kind of break up Blair and Chuck and to get Serena and Dan back on. So I feel like this was just a filler just to kind of get the plot going. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. But that is all of our questions. Noreen, do you have anything else that you would like to discuss that has been weighing on your mind or anything that you uh, liked or disliked about the episode that you want to talk about? Um, I want to say I really liked Blair's dress at the party. I loved her dress. I was so glad she was back into nice style instead of yeah. that like shapeless dress that they kept having her in, like in mm-hmm. the flashbacks. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I hated those dresses. Yeah. Yeah, I understood why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Um yeah. And just that I hate um Louie a lot. <laughs> and I wish that Dan and Blair were together. Yeah. Consensus is <sighs> on this podcast. That's yes! all that yes. we want is some Dan and Blair reuniting. We want Louie to get out of here. We want Nate oh to gosh, figure yes. the shit out and Chivy to figure the shit out and let's that's, I mean, yeah. I can't believe we're almost halfway into the season. Um, but yeah, 
Thank you so much, Noreen, for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank Aww, you. I know. So it was fun. really nice, guys. I, it makes me want to really start my Riverdale podcast back up now, like more than ever, because I miss podcasting. I miss doing this. Well, we look forward to your new revamp of Pop Steiner. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm yeah. excited for it, too. So hopefully I'll be able to do it in a couple of weeks with my boyfriend. We'll have fun with that. I can't wait to Thank listen because I will because I loved those first two seasons of Riverdale. Past that. I did too. Yes. Past you. that, right. it was hard as I'm sure like yeah. everyone in the fandom felt, but that was me. Um, But we will have everything in the description. Wow. The description for the episode for your links um, for your oh, social yeah, and you. for the podcast if you want us to do that as well. Oh, yeah, yes, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. So um, check her out, Pop Steiner. Thank you so much, Noreen, for joining us. This oh, was thank you. a blast. This thank was really you. great. I was so nervous, and I don't know why I was nervous oh, for. Oh, it was so nice to meet oh. you. Oh, yeah, so you. nice to meet you. A new podcast yeah. friend. Oh, thank you. Definitely. All right. Thank you so much, Noreen. What a sweetie. That was so much fun to talk to her. I know. I I always love meeting our new guests because <laughs> guests, the people who come and join us because I feel like then we're just making new friends. You know, we love yeah. friendship here. And it and it was really fun to discuss I know. for a It's a minute. fun show to talk about. It is. And it really is so good in the beginning. And just we, you know. River Pod, R. rest R. in peace. But <laughs> yeah, it just didn't no. do it for us towards the end. But the first couple of seasons, I look forward to listening to Noreen's podcast, though, with yeah, her boyfriend. That's going to be fun for her. Yeah. Um, some trivia 1.29 million views. And it's funny because on IMDb, I guess at the current time, said it was the lowest rated episode of the series. But then mm-hmm. as we go on in this season, there are a couple that are even lower. So. Guess it wasn't up to date. I can believe it. <laughs> uh, episode title is based off the movie The End of the Affair. This is the second episode of the show in which the main storyline is told through flashbacks. This is the first non-premiere episode of the series in which Gossip Girl doesn't do the opening narration. The episode marks the first appearance of Ella Ray Peck as the real Charlotte Rhodes, as seen in the final minute of the episode. Kaylee Defer is absent in this episode, as we know. A mistake was made in which Blair's hair moves in front of her shoulders between shots when she's telling Chuck the car crash was fate. Tish has an awesome deleted scene that's actually from last week, and she said the only reason she didn't send it because she felt it was too spoilery. But now she's saying she wants to tell us that it's where we see Trip paying off Max. Max and Trip are walking and talking, and Max said it won't take me long to drain the brake fluid I used to work at my dad's auto shop. Trip asks Max, so you're sure this will work? Max said it will happen quickly before they ever make it on the highway. Trip said, I want Nate out of the way, not dead. Max then says, there's no way Nate will be going away this weekend. Trip replies with, perfect, and then I will rush to my cousin's bedside. Nothing will get voters back to me like a family tragedy. Trip 
Yeah. Trip gives him the first half of the money and then the rest later. Trip then asks why Max, why Trip then asks Max, why are you doing this? And Max says the same reason as you. I was promised something and these people did not deliver. Trip said, just be careful. There's going to be plenty of press covering Lily Humphrey's niece is making her debut into society. And then Trip walks off and the camera pans to Max. Wow. Yeah, right? So like what we talked about last week, I didn't actually think. I think we talked we I mentioned this as a prediction. I didn't even actually think they wanted him right. dead. Like they wouldn't want to off him. They just didn't want him to get to right. that weekend. Yeah, so and that's, that's a basically what had happened. He doesn't want him dead, but maybe hurt and definitely not getting into Camp Allen, that's for sure. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I wonder why they didn't keep that in the episode because it kind of maybe would have summed some things up for us, but... Oh, I'm sure that's the reason why, because it gave, gave too, too much, much away. away. But it right? really... they should. Why didn't we get that as a flashback? Right. In this right. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, missed opportunity, but... We had some music by All Mankind, Dum Dum Girls, Z-A-V, M83, James Vincent McMorrow, which is my favorite version of Wicked Games is the one that he does, and Helene Smith, My Gold Mask. All right. Some fashion. No headbands this evening. No. <laughs> I liked Blair's plaid blazer. Yes, me too, with this, um, the vest and the skirt. It was very, like, Gossip Girl season one. I liked that a lot. I did like Serena's black and white dress with, like, the feathered look, and it had the bedazzled top. Yeah. Uh, I liked Serena's coat. It was an oversized, with the oversized mm-hmm. button and the oversized collar. Yeah. Uh, the wedding dress was beautiful. Beautiful. What's up, Vera Wang? Yeah. Vera Wang making her cameo in the in the episode. Right. Uh, I love Blair's hospital gown. <laughs> I mean, her hospital robe. <laughs> right. Yeah. When she walks into the Chuck's room and that, I know. Uh, Chuck did have a nice brown suit. It was just a nice camely color brown that I feel like you don't see that often in a suit. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah. I also liked Blair's poncho With the coat. bow. The drape coat is super yeah, cute. Yeah. Not my thing, but her beret. Fit, her, fit her very, very well. Oh. Yeah. And Nate's assistant, we don't have a name for her. I have to look that up if we do. But she had a nice necklace. It was like a lots of layered bangles. Yeah. And I liked Blair's red dress at New Year's. Yeah. And then we have a photo of her in like that red. It almost looks like a beanie, but it's not. It's like a hat with a bow and it's it's like burgundy. And she looks so beautiful in that color. All right. Some quotes. You're kind of like her brother. So are you, <laughs> Dan to Chuck. Yeah. What are you doing here in Brooklyn? <laughs> God doesn't blab. I'm not hiding. I'm primping. After Nate finally forgave me for diminishing him to half a Derek in my book, I'm not going to miss this chance to support him. <laughs> that wasn't a miracle. That was modern medicine. <laughs> You're the most accomplished liar I know, except maybe Jenny, but you trained her. I loved <laughs> that. Too. I was, it was yes. so good. 
Uh, dark curly hair with pale visage who doesn't get yep. out much. Uh, don't go all notebook on me. Not now. I need you. Yeah. That's all and I have. How about we help each other? XOXO. Gossip girl. Who? Oh, beach. All right. It's time for MVP. You ready? Let's. I am ready. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Serena. Serena. Wow. I was I was not expecting you to choose Serena, and honestly, we had the most votes for Dan. Like pretty much everyone picked Dan for supporting Blair. Which yes, I but I I picked for Serena for the same reason. You know, she did have Blair's back this whole time. Like, don't assume things before you have proof, and I'll keep your secret. And even though, well, keep the Dan stuff aside. I obviously don't agree with that, but I liked her in this episode. That's the same reason why I chose her. The fact that she wasn't going to jump to the conclusions that her friend was having an affair and also the straight talk she gave to her of like, I don't approve of what you're doing. And kind of that's ridiculous. But I'll support you. Exactly. Yeah. Shittiest. I struggled with this. Yeah. And we actually had like a load of different options from our listeners. So (laughs) I was like, ah, guess I'll go with this one. But you got yours? I got mine, yep. Three, Three, two, two, one. Louis. Louis. Yeah. It was between Louis and Chuck. I just didn't feel either of them in this episode. But we had the most votes for Louis. We did have some for Chuck. We had Tripp, even though he wasn't in this episode, but because he caused the accident. We had a vote for Blair because of the way she was acting in this episode. And we had a vote for Lily for always lying. (laughs) (laughs) right i mean just keeping that from her husband and it was it made me laugh i'm like oh lily here we go um well about that (laughs) it's just it's every it's like every season at least we have all these secrets that she holds i mean she basically is a mini cc it's not good yeah yeah um is it time for a betty of the week it sure is You're a total Betty. So this week I chose Meg, who is a fairly new pledge to us. So welcome, Meg. So happy to have you. Welcome. I titled her Mama Meg because she is a mom, and I feel like she has like nice, um, like moral support for the chat and everyone's talking to her in the discord it's really sweet and everyone's getting to know her and she's very bubbly and very personable and we're like hello it's so nice to meet you this is awesome that you joined us so thank you meg thank you meg i love your enthusiasm yeah she's a texas girl so as good. well not as well because we're not texan but she listens to uh talking texas forever so that's fun you know, having a, a straight, a straight Texas girl listen to Talking Texas forever. <laughs> and Liz, what a beautiful segue. Oh, if you haven't yet, you should check out Talking Texas Forever, our new Friday Night Lights podcast. We are four episodes. No, we're three, three episodes, episodes, almost in. four. That's right. Uh, new episodes are out on Monday. So 
check that out. Yeah, come over to Texas with us. <laughs> okay, so it's time for the title for next week's episode, our halfway mark, because it will be episode 12, which is, right. wow, crazy. Um, the title is Father and the Bride, and we will have a guest patron on. They have not been announced yet, but they will be chosen very soon, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but my three gossip words for Father and the Bride are... Three gossip words. Launch. Priest. Shots. Like, shot, 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 I'm thinking we're doing a bachelorette we are. party. Are we doing a bachelor party and the boys have to like throw sympathy party together to take Louis out? Oh, we'll see about that. But we're definitely having a okay, bachelorette party. Fun stuff. All right. So, so Serena and I guess the minions will be attending this bachelorette party and maybe Blair drunkenly reaches out to Chuck. Oh boy. Which then she's going to feel guilty about, so she has to go see her priest Ooh. about. And obviously, I think the priest will just be in this because she's just dealing with this constant of, okay, I converted to Catholicism. When do I like truly start believing that Louis is the one? This is the, my message from God. But then when I'm drunk and I ended up calling Chuck and I didn't actually say anything, I just hung up. So I think Launch has to deal with Serena and her new persona as the good gossip girl and they're somehow going to launch that on her blog. Okay. That's those are good thoughts. Thank you. What should we do as an emoji? I was thinking maybe share the champagne toast for New Year's Eve. Yeah, that would be great. Send a cheers to us. That emoji actually is so beautiful and wonderful and it would look so good in an Apple podcast it title would. Could cling like cling right. the glasses. You guys know. Cheers to three gossip girls. <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect segue into what we have to talk about. You guys know. Apple Podcast Review. Do it. You know the drill. You know it. If you if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts and you haven't yet already, just take what we already told you. Cheers to three gossip girls. Cheers to gossip yeah. girl. You know, use a variation. If you're enjoying, rate us five stars. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're downloading the episodes because that really helps our numbers and then we can see. And this helps the show grow. And this is just a really big and free way to help and support us. Yeah, just do it, guys. And if you have already, we love and appreciate you so much. It helps us out more than you know. So thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you're following there. You could actually tap five stars. Yeah, you can. Which is pretty cool. Definitely. And maybe share with a friend. Share with a Gossip Girl loving friend. Maybe get your friend interested in watching Gossip Girl for the first time. You guys can do it together and you can listen to this podcast. So much fun. So cute. Yeah. A buddy, a buddy pod. Okay. I have a Will's treat tonight. Gossip Girl characters as hats for Blair's little hat in the bomb outfit with the brown bow. And that was a quote from Yes. Love. 
<laughs> so we have Blair beret. A beret fits perfectly on her head, just like Blair fits perfectly in Paris. Chuck, fedora. If you play Chuck's life out a hundred times, ten of those times he becomes the over-serious fedora guy. Dan, beanie. He definitely wore a beanie before he entered the upper crust. Serena, floppy hat. A floppy hat on the beach in Spain. It's a vibe. That's definitely Serena. Nate, ball cap. Sporty and simple, just like our man Nate. Louis, top hat. A fancy hat for a fancy man. Lily, pillbox. A little stuck up, but always stylish. Rufus, Bandana, not a hat, but you know Rufus rocked one of these in the Lincoln Hawk days. And Maureen, a cloche. She would look great in a Blair-type outfit with a cloche. Definitely Downton Abbey vibes. <laughs> I love, oh, I love this one, this Will. This fun. was so good. This one's really good, Will. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. We love Will. We love all of our listeners. If you've made it this far... We're giving you big air hugs. It's super sweet. And if you made it this far, send us those champagne emojis. You can send it to Total Betty Podcast Network on Instagram. You can email it. You could uh, tweet it if you'd like, Total Betty Pod. Whatever fits, suits you, float your boat. We just want to hear from you that you're listening and that you're enjoying the show. So we're going to hop in. This is where we Here leave we you newbies, but we're going to hop into After Dark. We got loads to talk about, so let's click in. Ready? Click, 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 click. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After Dark. So funny. This is the you're like the after dark cut coaster. out in my ear. It just was like I saw you, but it was silent. <laughs> it's okay. In post, we'll fix it all. <laughs> That's yeah, right. But we're in after uh, dark. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay. So the Nate is, stuff is who, so confusing, and it also is really confusing if it's Padge because what the fuck? Right. Like who the fuck is Gossip Girl? And maybe it's just a person reaching. Out. I don't know. And then and then for like Nate to be like, oh, Serena, you could just use this for good. So it's like I had this thought that maybe Nate doesn't want to deal with this anymore. And so he's glad that it's kind of winding down and Serena can maybe revamp it into a more positive way. Yeah. So when he's getting those texts, I'm like, obviously, this isn't I don't know. I'm so. I feel like, and it just came to me that though that maybe that person is not in in fact real gossip girl. They're just pretending right. to be right. because they had seen something. Like maybe it's Max or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I know Max is on the island, but something of the sort where it's someone pretending to be gossip girl, pretending to give Nate the information, and Nate knows that it's not the real gossip girl because he is gossip girl. So he's like, "Who are you? What can you do for me?" Right. That's the only explanation. Yeah. Same with Dan. Like, it doesn't seem like this isn't Dan's character to send these things to Nate. I guess maybe that's how would Dan know? That's the only way he would know unless he was there. Right. Yeah. Mike says Chuck telling Padge that Padge would be a much better choice than a private eye is hinting that he thinks Padge is gossip girl. <laughs> And how would Nate yeah. be Gossip Girl if he's texting himself? 
Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And yeah. um, oh, I think this was Jess. It's so hard to say who Gossip Girl is in this episode. I mean, honestly, I see it being both a neat and Padge just based on their actions. Yeah. That was Jess. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I. Uh, I would w- love to know what Sahara thought of this. Sahara. Hey, hey, friend. Let us know if you're listening. Reach out. I'm, I'm curious what you thought about this part. If you if you've listened or caught up or you're not here anymore. <laughs> but if you are, maybe I would just love to know your thoughts since you sent us the insight on Nate. Yeah. Hey, Joshua, where are you at? I'm sure you have some Joshua. insight. Joshua. Joshua. That's right. <laughs> Joshua, Joshua's get at been us. Quiet. <laughs> I just want to call out all of our listeners. Like we, see we know you. you, we see you, we love you. So thank you. We love for you being here, and yeah. thank you for listening. And if you know, you guys, we love getting emails. We love them. We want to. We want to see them. We want to share them with each other. We want to laugh. We want to cry. We want to say we have the best listeners ever. So if you are enjoying the show and you haven't reached out as of yet and you feel comfortable please do we're three gossip girls pod at gmail.com and maybe you have some insight about you know page versus nate gossip girl stuff whatever you want we're here to talk so next week do we get more into this text or no mm, um not necessarily the text but there will be still like more Gossip Girl versus Nate, like in cahoots, like talking with each other. Okay. Well, whoever this Gossip Girl person is, assuming. Yeah. 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 Because you know he okay. he has no clue that any of this was going down. I mean, the audience knows, but now it's him figuring right. it out. So we'll see next yeah. week. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um. All okay. right. Well, that is it. Next week, we are halfway done. Father and the Bride. It's a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe almost, and I dare say it, filler-ish as well, but better than this week's episode in a way. And then episode 13, which I've already told you, is said wedding. Right. Because, as you guys know, Michelle knows that Louis and Blair do get married <laughs> uh why and that is for five couldn't months. tell you at the moment but they do and um she knows that to be true so it will happen yeah. in two episodes and that's the mid-season yeah. finale all right so that is our episode tonight you know what you have to do if you haven't go on apple podcast rate review subscribe do the things spotify as well and we'll be back next week for episode 12 Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.